1: Pop culture, cosmos, inside sports, fantasy, football, game source, the awesome folks at Lakerholics.com, our true friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network, and everything else that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. It is sincerely appreciated. Happy Halloween, everyone. I hope a trick or treat was in the offering for you this evening, and there certainly was a lot of tricks. And a little bit of treats, but mainly tricks for today's game between Houston and the Lakers, with the Lakers pretty much putting it in cruise control after the second quarter and easing into a 95-85 to victory over the Houston Rockets, a very young and experienced team. And it showed, and it showed quite a bit, often in a game that was marred with turnover after turnover after turnover it was a very scary game for altogether different reasons and i don't think this tape of this particular game will ever go and hit the basketball hall of fame in springfield massachusetts i don't think it'll get there because it was just an ugly game per se but the lakers transition and also commitment to defense and also just pressuring houston enough to make a whole bunch of turnovers was the key factor here Carmelo Anthony came off the bench. It was another good performance for him. Two out of four, maybe. We might raise up to two out of four because he had 14, five out of eight from three, 23 points, and four block shots. He actually played defense today. What do you know? There you go for Carmelo. Russell Westbrook, the best stat I like is only two turnovers from him. That's the best stat you can say. He got 20 points, nine assists, eight rebounds, almost a triple-double there still 9 of 22 for shooting eh, all right but you know what hey almost a triple double for him lebron james and anthony davis kind of pedestrian performances for them 16 and 13 for ad lebron james with 15 four steals eight assists and seven rebounds but over for six from the three again it was pretty much a a hard game to watch for many reasons but here today to talk about the game and a win for the Lakers, which you know that's the best part of, about all this. It was a win for the Lakers. It's a good man indeed. You gotta catch his latest articles at Lakerholics.com and also his comments today in at Laker Tom on Twitter in regards to a possible trade for Russell Westbrook. It is Laker Tom and Laker Tom, not exactly the most eye-catching game that I've ever seen, but still a win is a win no matter how scary or spooky it is.
0: Actually, the spookiest thing I saw was a couple of moves that I was afraid LeBron got injured when he made that awkward little crawl underneath the basket. and uh, Yeah,
1: he was kind of shaking his leg off there.
0: Yeah, and, and it was a, this was a little bit one of those, LeBron having one of those uh, Russell games, you know, where basically you just wonder what's going on. You know, start off the second half with a couple of three-point bricks. You know, and uh, he gave up uh, 10 points of the lead there. You have to be happy about the defense, especially in the first half. told to them, the to 35 points in the first half is quite an accomplishment. And this is this will be the first win we've had where we've held the opponent under 100 points. So that's basically going to definitely help our defensive rating. There, there were LeBron. times
1: where LeBron really tried to lock down. He felt a little bit energetic at times on both ends of he the He played court.
0: some. He played some good stretches of defense there, uh, including guarding multiple players on the same possession. So they came out and they played a good first half. And then he was it,
1: spry, LeBron. It just spry. became a little
0: too easy. The threes fell a little too more than you would think, you know. And then they got a little bit in love with him and and
1: started going away, and and they didn't end up shooting a high percentage uh, for the game they cut it down to 10 in the second half you're starting to think yourself am i seeing a repeat of oklahoma city but again this was a a team where they committed their own mistakes on a lot of occasions of course the first half the, the defense i think for the lakers was bothering them but the second half they were just they fell into their own traps
0: yeah well this is you know i mean
1: experience well while we held them 85
0: points you have to remember who we held 85 points which was the rockets you know we're one of the bottom feeding teams in the league and we'll see how we do next time so you know there's it's a difficult motivation game for guys even even early in the season even when when you think their backs would be against the wall because of the criticism and and the poor defensive ranking and so forth but um but it's a win and a comfortable win and they didn't they didn't blow a 26-point, they didn't blow the 22-point lead or whatever whatever it was at the maximum tonight. It was
1: 28. So, was it 28? 28. one Yeah, 28.
0: well, that would have been something if they'd blown a 28-point lead. So you know, After a
1: tw- blowing a 26-point lead.
0: Right. And sometimes there's a silver lining to those things, and that old saying that you've got to hit rock bottom before you can start going up again is often very true. And, you know, they had several meetings between the dip players and Several people speaking up at the halftime, you know, uh, besides the three superstars and the coaches, you know, Rondo and and Dwight Howard making speeches basically and exhorting a team to play better defense and to concentrate on that aspect of it and to, to really adopt a defensive identity for the team because they haven't been able to do it so far. So I thought we saw signs of that at various points during the game that were very good. You know, it's... Um, But again, it's a very hard thing to sustain, and we are still shorthanded. So, you know, take it as progress that we didn't go backwards, you know, as long as it's a – even if it's not a giant step, as long as it's a step in the right direction without having to, you know, without having to make up ground for having to take a step back because you forgot something that you learned from the previous time that you paid a price for something. So good, it was a good effort by the Lakers, and, uh, you know, and the metal thing is – the Mellow thing is interesting because unlike some of the guys that couldn't shoot with the bright lights of LA shining in their eyes, Mello doesn't seem to have that problem. He's one of those guys that's got that gene that says that shot's going in every time, whether the last ten missed or not. Doesn't really matter. He's gonna take that he's shot. He's shooting
1: well above forty percent on the season. Yeah. And three. he's getting
0: and and he's getting real true hundred percent quality, wide open. Catch and shoot threes, you know, where all he has to do is get that ball in the, the right set of the area of that pocket that he wants it when he's going up. And, and it's a pretty automatic shot.
1: In fact, he's, he's shooting more than 50 percent on the season from three after yeah. what happened in today's game. So excellent work by him. And he actually played a little bit on the defensive end. I, I was impressed guys.
0: with the defense that he made. Is several times, he made great plays. Well, they
1: kept on making the mistake of going in. They backed him down, and they would go in and they keep the ball low, so he just rips it away from them each and yeah. every time. It just—it yeah. was—they just didn't learn. They just didn't learn. That's youth, right That's there. The difference between a young
0: defender and a savvy old guy who's figured out, you know, yeah, how to make up for that lack of quickness or. And he, they,
1: they really didn't go ahead and take advantage of Melo out there by chasing him out to the line or bring him out on the switch right. or anything like that. They just tried to play him down low, and that's where the problem is for them. Well, you know, that's, many why, others.
0: that's why it'll become a much different series in the playoffs when you play the same team over to, and you have time for them to really practice what they're going to do against you. Instead of you know, instead of having played a game two days ago and then take, giving the guys a day off. So they get yeah, some yeah. rest, you know. It's hard and again, hard, nobody the- prepares for those single games that you got during, but although this is a two-game series, so maybe they you know it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next game because this is one of those few situations where we've got with this with this MLB back-to-back type stuff yeah. that that you get an opportunity to do a little playoff type basketball. What kind as of it I it noted, as I noted, as I noted
1: previously, this was something that's I guess is going to be a little bit more normal, and we'll see that in upcoming weeks, months, and seasons here for the NBA. It looks like something I've come to... here twice. Wouldn't you think if you were? Yeah, I mean, no, it's for travel reasons. I get it, and I understand I mean, that now. I'd I rather just...
0: come here for two days in LA and play two games like that with a chance to stay in the same hotel and.
1: Well, they've done practice. that before. A lot of teams have done that before when they do the Clippers and Lakers, right. or Lakers and Clippers. Now they could do it
0: for four games.
1: Yeah or maybe Clippers Lakers Lakers Clippers or Clippers Lakers yeah you could know, just, just go back and forth on that This is Raphael from nba draft Junkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo show and the PCC Multiverse If you have a better movie in the can why is that not the movie that you released in the first place i would say it's more culturally relevant than the simpsons and rick and morty like it has become a staple of american entertainment i think dragon age 4 is carrying the future of bioware on its shoulders that's the pop culture cosmo show and the pcc multiverse catch our shows on worldwide radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts the most disappointing thing of the day for me, of course, was you not dressing up. I'm in my soccer outfit here for Halloween. <laughs> you know what? Next year, I think I'm going to have to dress as Laker Tom. But, well, you know, that's for another year. But, again, well,
0: I wasn't sure whether when you when you mentioned costume, first off, you only told me three hours ago, not four. And I was just been looking at the pictures of of the different costumes that the NBA players are wearing Plus, watching the kids coming and trick or treating, photos that I got of my daughter and my daughter in law and son and the party they were going to, and so forth. You know, and I, meanwhile, I'm sitting here watching the game, and basically, I really am not a costume type of guy. So, you know, I gee,
1: who would have imagined that? Hmm.
0: You know, plus everybody, it's kind of funny thing because I was talking to my wife, and I was telling her that what's strange is that. Everybody we know that is doing costumes, they're they're doing costumes that are like copying TV characters off of TV shows.
1: Well, that's because no,
0: you must know about this because it's sort of like a pop culture thing, right?
1: That is correct. It is a pop culture thing. I mean,
0: this is like I asked my I asked my my granddaughter. I said, "What are What are you dressed? You're dressed like a little like a little choir girl or something. What's going on?" and She's got two friends with her; they're high school freshmen, and they're both dressed in these different things. And then she said, "Well, they're all characters from this particular TV show."
1: And that's because the influence that's, of streaming, my friend. The the, the fact is, streaming. Yeah, I don't is watch so any dominant. of that
0: episodic TV because I, I don't want to get hooked up into it. You know, it's sort of well. Broad,
1: no, I'm talking about just not talking about broadcast television. Broadcast television, unfortunately, right now, the viewership outside of maybe sports, news, things about nature is now limiting itself everybody is as a whole is gearing more towards the streaming marketplace with Netflix, Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. Disney Plus. I could go on and on and I do every week on my radio shows the Pop Culture Cosmos, but it's just the way that our society is heading towards because streaming is more convenient and easier for us as a society now to watch. So, and plus the the entertainment and the content value of what you're getting, the, the shows are getting much better. And much more entertaining and easier to watch for us now in a streaming format than what we saw in past years and past decades from broadcast television. So that's why the influence is there. I can see that. The variety, the variety is
0: and quantity of choices that people have are dramatically greater than they used to be. Well, I could
1: just tell you right now. I mean, the Squid Game. The Squid Game uh, last week reported that has been seen by over 150 million people. That's something broadcast television will never do unless it's a Super Bowl. So outside of that, you're really going to find yourself finding more and more people watching. Hey, I caught this on Netflix and I'm liking what I'm seeing or Disney Plus or Amazon. So that's just the way of the future right now. But see, that's how much of an entertaining game this was because it wasn't really an entertaining game per se. It was kind of a hard watch for both sides because that second half was at it's really sluggish moments. But again, a win is a win. We'll take it. Uh, Before we go Laker Tom, I do want to say again, I think this was a much better performance for Russ. Yes. I know he bricked a lot of shots, but still 25
0: for the plus 25. You got to give
1: him that plus 25. And the fact he almost got a triple double, but the fact is only two turnovers, really is what stands out to me. That I, mean, I enjoyed the that best. kept us in the game.
0: I mean, because I, I don't what what did we end up with as our total turnovers?
1: It was ugly in that second mm-hmm. half on the Lakers end. So I'm glad the the fact that they ended the game at you know when they did because. Yeah the turnovers were just well, really we're probably playing a
0: couple of players. We're probably playing some players longer than we normally would play them. With. It was only 12, but it
1: seemed like, it seemed like 30, to be honest with you. But we yes,
0: he probably shouldn't have been out there as long as he was playing as hard as he was at times. You could probably say the same thing about Melo that in an ideal situation, he's not a 28 minute a game player. You know, we paid him 28 minutes the other night and I don't know what we played him tonight, but it, Pretty long, pretty long. Uh, 20 minutes.
1: He played 20 minutes tonight. But there's one last thing before I head it over to what you're Mm -hmm. doing at Lakerholics.com because there's really not a whole lot to say about today's game. And, of course, this upcoming week, the next game is Houston again. So we'll be back on Tuesday for that. But before we head on out, my friend, one thing must please you as a treat for this Halloween, and that was AD starting at the 5 with Avery Bradley inserted into the starting lineup now they're going to tell you on the surface the reason why was that sure. right howard woke up with a stiff right. neck yeah and that's this oh, i think that clear. was
0: one of the i think that was one of the reasons why you know
1: you gotta admit you liked it you liked it you liked, liked it. it yeah
0: i yes. did i did you know i mean i i think we ended up with just set 15 15 or 17 minutes for dj something um,
1: like that yes
0: so you know, yeah, and, seventeen uh, minutes,
1: four for four. I mean, he's good. He's shooting almost like ninety percent on the season. If right. only that really translated into something really well. Eighty-two percent. He made
0: some good dunks. He got open for some lobs, and he converted the dunks. And you know, he did a fine job on that. You know,
1: but that's as most you're going to get is seventeen yeah. minutes, right? Right. Yeah. Like you like you said with Reeves, the same thing mm-hmm. applies. The more you play him, the more the yeah. the eyesores start to sicken
0: one of the reasons that last year and this year that we ended up playing 11 man rotations was because we really didn't have that seven to 11 player didn't have two guys that would stand out and say, Hey, wait a minute. You know, those minutes are my minutes. You know, I'm going to play so well that you've got to play me for those minutes. And so you end up splitting the minutes where you, you know, you give one guy a little more time and it's sometimes it's matchup based, but sometimes it's just who gets hot and so forth. But it's not the same as being able to really nail down and narrow your rotation when you like, like you want it when you get to the playoffs where everybody really knows their role and the minutes they are going to play and when they're going to play. And, and, and it almost becomes deciding, you know, to get to that point is one of the purposes that you go through the long 82 game season. You know, you find out what works with everybody and what doesn't work and and you develop your, your plan for your rotation for going into the playoffs. And that obviously becomes more difficult when you start off without having any continuity and you're trying to build continuity yeah, and you got 11 new players, that's difficult. Then when you got four or five of those players out for the start of the season, that makes it even more difficult. So, you know, it'll take, it'll still take some time for us to get to that point, but I think what's... What's pretty obvious now and what may be masked over because we're going to rack up a lot of wins just based upon the talent and how well they think the guys are starting to play together? You know, and as we start to get people back, I think Ellington is almost ready to go come back in and play, you know. And so as we get better, I I hope everybody doesn't forget. Well, for sure, I'm sure you won't forget nor Jamie will forget the problems that we have had, you know, and the things that are missing in this lineup. I think inevitably we're going to end up, you know, we're going to end up having to make a move. And the team that's, and that doesn't, whether it's the Lakers or not, the team that wins the NBA championship this year is going to be, it's going to be a different team than the team that's out there right now, whether it's us or another team. You know, there are going to be major changes that are going to happen at the trade deadline that will affect, you know, who's going to win. And uh, and the Lakers have, you know, We've got some problems now that we're doing a better job of fixing and and covering up at the moment than we did earlier in the year, and I expect we'll even get better and better at doing that as we move along. Um, and the players get more used to playing each other and develop some chemistry, and and the rotations get stabilized as as they can, and we slowly integrate the healthy people as they get back from injuries. I think we're going to still be very high in the rankings in the in the league. You know, we may not be the top seed. I mean, Utah's off to that great start again that they had last time, and Golden very State, impressive
1: victory at Milwaukee today.
0: Yeah, And Golden State, you know, I, I, after I play after we played them, I was convinced that they're going to really be a force to be reckoned with. So it just depends, you know. But you know, I I, th- I think this is a this is a good win if we can come back and, and improve and. Let's say we won by 10 points. and I'd like to see them win by 15 points in the next game. Show like them pay adjustments. Attention for four four, we could make that we can make more adjustments doing? than they
1: could to affect that the second time we play them. We'll be back with more of the Lakers fast break podcast. Hey, hoop heads. We all hate ankle sprains and they happen way too often. and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E dot with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. The second half was really hard to watch on both yeah. ends, but the Lakers do pull it out 95-85, so I ain't complaining about a 10-point victory for the team. Want to wish everybody again a happy and safe Halloween. Hope it's been a great one for you. Especially a big shout-out to Jamie, who is celebrating the first trick-or-treat with his daughter today. So he couldn't make it on for today's show. But we wish Admiral Akbar all the best for today's show and the ha- Halloween. So wishing the best for you, my friend. But to everyone out there, want to go ahead and thank you for watching and listening. But before we head on out, Laker Tom is Lakerholics.com. Give us some reasons why people need to go ahead and check out this week what's going on at Lakerholics.com.
0: Well, I think one of the things that is always interesting is when you look at Twitter after we lose a game and then you look at Twitter after we win a game, there's such a dramatic difference in the reaction of people. You know, Whether you're a glass half empty fan or a glass half full fan, you're going to find a lot of people that you're going to share the same views with at Lakerholics.com. And uh, you'll find uh, a lot of vociferous and uh, strenuous arguments back and forth as to whether we should panic about this move or that move or what we should do about this situation or that. You can almost predict that after losses, we seem to be more like the Republicans and the Democrats than, than, than just Laker fans. But yet after the wins, everybody seems to have calmed down, you know, and and everybody seems to be pretty positive. I think right now the attitude is is relieved that we had that great fourth quarter now that we've held the team down to 85 points and recorded a win, whether it be the Rockets or not. I mean there were plays where you saw tonight that you know, Christian Wood is, you know, he's one heck of a basketball player and 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 they've got some talent on that team, you know. It's not a, you know, they're still an NBA team. And people just don't realize that it really is true that on any given day, any team can beat another team in the NBA. We see it all the time. And, and if, if you've played any basketball, you can go down to the gym on a Saturday and you can watch some team get hot and beat another team that you would think they might never be able to do that on any given day. But it happens all the time. And when you're playing at the talent level of these guys. It's something that that's for sure going to happen I mean I don't think there is anybody in the league left now that hasn't won a game, you know, and we're what in the seventh game and in, so there's nobody who's undefeated and there's nobody that's unwinning you know, so they had to beat somebody and 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 every team is it's not like you know it's 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 not like baseball maybe where you know you can you can go all the time and and you're playing 182 games to to be able to to be in a wild card game but the nba is a long season and and usually by the time the season ends people have a pretty good idea who are the teams that are going to be the toughest ones to beat and it's usually the teams that are playing really well at that point in time heading into playoffs so we're so far away from that that it's like i said we're not even going to see the same teams playing and it's going to be an interesting situation because you can already start to see various things that are happening around the league. I mean, we still haven't seen what's happened with Kyrie Irving. He's still sitting there in the same situation, has not made any changes. And Ben Simmons is still working out with the 76ers, and we haven't seen any changes in that. Porzingis now looks like that could be a problem there for the Mavericks, and they're not doing well. So he's going to be the subject of, Discussions and things as you actually, go forward.
1: Actually, they're four and two. They're doing okay.
0: They're doing okay, but there's still all this talk about Porzingis. But yeah, being he's not seen.
1: having good season. He's starting off really. He's starting asleep. off difficult. And, he was out you know, for today's and, game, so yeah. Um, and that same
0: thing, Pacers. You're hearing more stuff now about the Pacers about that. That this, yes,
1: they're off to a one and six start, so they're struggling. Days. So yes. So
0: you, look, you see, all of a sudden you see, you know, you see. And and we'll see more and more of this now as the numbers start to level off and you'll see a lot of guys who are just off to a little bit slow start catch up and, you know, things will start to balance. But then some of these people who are some of these teams that are starting off slow and these players who are starting off slow, the talk is even going to get more intense if they don't turn around and, and their teams continue not to do well. The whole point of where I'm going at is that one of the things that you're going to see a lot of, I think, in the next probably starting in the next week is is people looking exactly at what's going to happen because i think this is going to be one of those seasons where there's going to be a lot of big movement at the trade deadline and the lakers are are going to have to obviously make some moves. We just have too many shoot we have six shooting guards now basically. We have nine guards on the team. We are so guard heavy and and we don't have the biggest guard we got is a 6-5 guy. We really are missing wings. And we don't even know how Reeves is going to play when he comes back. So those are the big questions, you know. I mean, it seems funny now. Two games two games ago, I was chastising you for pointing out our various problems and so forth. Now we've won two games, and I'm the glass bowl guy, and I'm sitting here telling you that we have roster problems that we're going to have to fix at the trade deadline, and it may cost us some very valuable players that nobody thinks we're going to give up. But it's going to happen.
1: So well, there you go. And you can find out more what he thinks at Laker Tom on Twitter or his upcoming articles at Lakerholics.com. Please be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. These were things I talked about days ago. Should listen to me more. You should listen to me more. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. But you know what? Let's not be a little bit scary out there. Let's hope it's a good rest of the week for the Lakers. Again, starting off the week on a good note, this Halloween with a 95 to 85 victory again not the beacon of basketball playing between both teams but you know what a win is a win and that's surely not a trick it's a treat for us but i'll tell you what laker tom looking forward to having you back on on tuesday for the follow-up for the back-to-back against houston at the staples center so we'll be back after the game talking about that and the week ahead hopefully as well for the nba Looking forward to it and so many more shows coming up right here at the Lakers Fast Podcast.